You're listening to Endeavor Against Extremism, brought to you by The Clarion Project. I'm your host, Shireen Kadosi. To to feel that they are hated, like the care and Muslim Brotherhood narratives, and people are against their their faith. I'm Dalia Lakidi. I'm a Republican congressional candidate running in Minnesota's 5th District against Ilhan Omar. Dahlia, you've had some really interesting developments in your city in the last 24 hours. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey says that the city worked with leaders in the Muslim community to have a call to prayer broadcast by speaker five times a day in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood. What do you make of that? Well, let me say it quite clear that all these calls come from care slash the Muslim Brotherhood. I truly believe there are plenty of ways for Muslims to find and be reminded of prayer times. Apps and phone alerts make this very easy. They have apps uh, for Adam itself. So what's happening here seems like an effort by the Islamists to claim territory for themselves. You look at these calls and definitely you'll find care slash the Muslim Brotherhood behind it. There are plenty of ways for Muslims to find and be reminded of prayer times. Apps, uh, phone alerts make this very easy. And I believe that there are apps even with the event itself. What's happening here seems like an effort by Islamists to claim territory for themselves. We should be spectacle of the motives of this mosque in particular. The Dar al-Hijra Mosque on Cedar Avenue has a number of suspect ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. The mosque's website announced its support for the Brotherhood with links to all its prominent figures, including the main public Muslim Brotherhood site as well. Its Imam, uh, Sheikh Abdul Salam Adam, filed papers for the release of three Minnesota men who were accused of trying to leave the states to join ISIS in Syria. The mosque is next door to an apartment building where a mysterious explosion happened on New Year's Eve in 2014 in a building owned by a suspected financier of al-Shabaab, the Somali Islamist terrorist group. We cannot just just hear it and we cannot overlook all this information and just say oh let's do it and let me tell you why in ramadan this is how they start they start in ramadan and then after ramadan they will come hey look we did it in ramadan we have to do it all year round and of course the the democrats would support them like the democrats support the muslim brotherhood and the democrats are against uh, uh, listing the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist group, so it's it doesn't it doesn't look like it's just about worshiping. It is about uh, political motives and political agenda that Ilhan Omar, my opponent, uh, supports. I mean, in society we have apps, we have uh, I mean all of them, and this is not against the Muslims. Every week, observant Jews mark the end of Sabbath with a quick service with candles and wine. 
um, just look at for or just look for either sunset or to see three stars. They don't need calls to prayer to see what obviously uh, observable. So I think this is yet another nail uh, that care and the Muslim Brotherhood are trying to uh, to put in 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 our Muslim communities to keep them isolated. Uh, not only in in Minnesota, but in every state they're active in. When I first read this story, it sounds really nice and sweet. Oh, we're all in this together. We're going to be apart, but together. And it's a it's a way for people to be to come together every single day. That sounds really nice in a headline. But when you read the actual article and when you look at what it means to be Muslim, it, it's a very different thing. Like you said, this is how it starts. It'll be the premise. It's already happening, I believe, in Michigan. And the mm. local residents in Michigan are now complaining about it because it's too invasive. Uh, a sunrise call to prayer, especially right now when everyone's stressed out, you know, the kids are at home, the schedules are all over the place. The last thing we need is another stress factor. But more importantly, there's something that Jelani Hossein said that really stands out to me. And I want people, especially Democrats, to listen to this as we are fighting for First Amendment rights. And that's the right to practice. But it's also the right not to practice. What he said is the call will be the call to prayer will be uh, is in part to make sure that people pray at home presentation of what it means to be an American Muslim. And I think it's going to backfire on them, to be honest with you. Definitely, definitely. I mean, we need, uh, and that's one of my plans, uh, since I understand both, we need to build bridges and we need to speak freely about our concerns, about everybody's concerns and why they are concerned. I mean, people still remember 9-11 and 9-11 wasn't some people did something. And I, I, I understand why people are uh, skeptical about it and why people are scared. So, But here in the district, there is no relationships between the Somali and the Muslim community and, and the rest of the communities. We need a dialogue. We need uh, uh, to stop accusing others and to stop pointing fingers and, and, and have a real, real heart-to-heart -heart dialogue to understand each other. But that's what CARE doesn't want. That's what the Muslim Brotherhood doesn't want because they are different and they have other motives. And they want to make sure that all the Muslim communities around the U.S., let alone around the world, around the U.S. are isolated, are being fed with hatred and racism, and that's how care flourishes. Why is there no dialogue between the Muslim community, the Somali Muslim community, and the rest of the community? Because care, basically, is uh, dominating all the Muslim uh, activities. So, do you think CARE would like to have a dialogue with, uh, with, the with other communities? Hell no, why would they? I mean, it's quite clear. If I'm telling them, hey, these people hate you, Americans hate you, the Jews hate you, Christians hate you, but stay with us, we'll defend you. 
they wouldn't want to open dialogue between uh, between the communities around. Then they would have nothing to uh, to use to control these communities, and that's what the ideology and the uh, strategy of care and the Muslim Brotherhood work. What is your message for voters who are still undecided between you and Ilan Omar? message to everybody is to have an open mind and to listen to me and my ideas. Um, my main interest is the fifth district, how to make it better, not only for uh, a certain community, no, for everybody. I will be representing every every person in the 5th district and I will try my best to serve everyone including regardless of their faith uh, their gender their color their uh, nothing I am here to to start a new era in our great state of Minnesota and our wonderful wonderful district and hopefully uh, when the COVID-19 ends and we start uh, going out and campaign like normal people, I would be campaigning in every uh, major areas and small areas. I will talk to the black uh, community. I will talk to the Muslim community. I will talk to Christian community. I will talk to Jewish community because we're all are in this together. We're all are in this country together. And I'll support my district number one. I will take Minnesota to DC. I will never bring DC to Minnesota.